podcast contains subject matter that may be disturbing to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Four imprints, one. One It's time to open the door in your mind. Sit back and listen to true horror. But be careful what you allow in. Because it's time to go through the fog. This week's story is Only Child, posted by user Fireside Chats to r slash scary stories. I'm an only child. I used to wish for a sister, someone to whisper secrets to, to share clothes with, to stay up all night telling scary stories. I begged my parents for a sibling, but they always deferred. We want to focus on you. Then we won't have money for trips and dance classes. You don't want to share your toys, do you? Now that I'm an adult, I get it. My parents only wanted one kid, and I think I turned out all right, all things considered. This year, my parents are retiring and moving to sunny Florida. I was helping them pack, going through attic boxes so old no one remembered what was inside. That's where I found the photo. An old Polaroid, shakily taken. It was a selfie of eight-year-old me and a girl who was my mirror image. We were grinning, our heads resting against each other like we were old friends. I had no memory of this. Mom? I called, photo in hand. Can you take a look at this? My mom poked her head out of the kitchen. What is it, honey? I waved the Polaroid. Do you know who this girl is? I don't recognize her. My mother hobbled over, squinting behind her glasses. When she took the picture, her expression changed to one of horror. I I thought I'd gotten rid of all of them, she said. Before I could ask what was wrong, she snatched the photo from my hands and scurried to the kitchen. Before I could stop her, she tossed the photo onto a burner and turned it on. The photo caught immediately and began to blacken. What the hell are you doing? I yelled. My mother isn't like this. She's the sweetest lady, and God bless her, a pack rat. Before I could ask any more questions, she took my face between her hands. Please, she said, don't think about it anymore. Just wipe it from your mind. It was nothing, all right? Don't think about it. A tear trailed down her cheek. Just don't think about it. Of course, I promised I wouldn't, and she went back to cooking like nothing happened. But how could I possibly not think about it? Her reaction guaranteed it would stay in my mind. I thought about the photo often, wondering who the other girl was. Even when I wasn't actively pondering, it was still at the back of my mind. Eventually, I started to get a weird feeling. Maybe it wasn't actually me thinking about the girl. I don't know how to describe it. It was like someone was whispering to me in quiet moments, but inside my head? I know how it sounds, like I'm going crazy, right? I felt like I was going crazy. I couldn't stop thinking about that girl. Even when I actively tried to focus on something else, it ended up at the forefront of my mind. I was getting obsessed. Eventually, I decided that knowing was the only way to get out of the system, so I dug around in storage and found my old diaries. 
I wish I'd left well enough alone. The first entry starts at the beginning of third grade. Dear Diary, Mom says I can't have a sister. I cried, but when I was crying, the little girl in my mirror cheered me up. She said, don't cry, I will be your sister. I was so happy. When I read that, it started coming back to me. Growing up, I had an old standing mirror we inherited from my dad's great aunt or something. I adored the ornate frame and loved to put on fashion shows with my dress-up clothes. Since I didn't have any friends, I would talk to myself for hours, creating a whole cast of characters. One day, my reflection talked back. My parents never believed me. The problem was she sounded exactly like me. So how could I convince them I wasn't talking to myself? She told me it didn't matter. Even if they didn't believe, I was her true friend. That meant she was going to stick with me until the end. All I had to do was let her in. I did. Of course I did. I was eight. And once I did, I didn't just hear her from the mirror. I heard her all the time. It made me happy, a lonely, only child. I desperately wanted someone to be my constant companion. So when she whispered mean things about my mom or suggested I take a toy from school, I went along with it. They were just jokes, she said. Harmless pranks. Didn't sisters have fun together? My parents were concerned about the change in my personality, but they decided it was just a phase. Kids talk back sometimes, misbehave. My parents, God bless them, responded with love and patience, despite my behavior getting more and more out of control. About a year after my deal with the girl in the mirror, I started getting sick. I was sluggish, tired all the time. I hadn't grown. When my parents took me to the doctor, he found I was malnourished. My parents were aghast. I ate enough for two growing girls. What was happening? I went through dozens of tests, but nothing came back. I got weaker and weaker, and still, my mirror sister talked to me. She'd coax me out of bed at night to hide the kitchen knives or shut the dog in the basement. I did it, though I was nearly too weak to walk. She was my sister. We were having fun. One day, she convinced me to head into the attic. We found an old Polaroid camera and started taking pictures, making silly faces and laughing. I guess my mom heard us, because next thing I knew, she was climbing the attic ladder, asking me what I was doing. When she saw me, she screamed. My hands shook as the memories flooded through me. The little voice at the back of my mind was telling me it was all a misunderstanding, that what my mother saw couldn't be real. I just had a friend who loved to take pictures, that was all. Nothing sinister. But I'd remembered enough not to trust her. I had to know. I flipped on the bathroom light, my pale face under the LED bulbs. I rifled around in the drawers until I found my handheld mirror, something I rarely use nowadays. Trying to calm my breathing, I turned my back to the mirror and lifted the handheld, giving me a view of my back. With a trembling hand, I pulled up my long blonde hair. Protruding from the skin was a small, distorted face, the eyes blinking at the bright light. It had a few rotted teeth and only a suggestion of a nose, its eyes differing in size and bulging. As my heart started to pound, the eyes focused on me, and the mouth split into a grin. Hey! It said in a familiar, childlike voice. Long time no see!
Through the Fog is recorded and edited by Haptic. Produced by Flyover State Park and Kevin Caravan. All stories are recorded with the original author's permission or released under a Creative Commons share-like license. For more episodes, visit throughthefogcast.com or follow fog underscore cast on Twitter. Links to both are in the show notes. You can support the show by visiting buymeacoffee.com slash throughthefog or simply by rating and reviewing on your podcatcher of choice. It's the simplest way to support independent shows like these. Whatever you decide to do, though, thank you for listening and talk to you next week. This is Flyover State Park. You are clear to land.